0: Welcome to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories, and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason, and with me, playing some musical chairs and fresh off the guest seat, is Nick Bassett.
1: I got invited back on to be a host. Fantastic.
0: Aren't you blessed?
1: Two seats in two weeks. What's going to
0: come up next week? Standing. Oh, no chair. No chair at all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> where's my chair going
0: <laughs> yeah yeah good good response to last week's uh episode too getting a lot of good feedback which is yeah hopefully is everyone
1: nice. enjoyed it i probably talked less about design than kit did but um yeah cool to cool to get the nice feedback from it
0: yes whatever your story is mate whatever it is Whatever it is. And uh, before we, we jump into today's episode, there's a rumor going around that if you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can by following the links in our podcast app's episode description. Otherwise, you can follow our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast for highlights from the show. Who's you spreading those into- rumors? Um, Santa.
1: Oh, what a guy. Yeah. I met him in Finland once. And? I always thought he lived at a North Pole, not in Finland, but they assured me it was him, so I believe okay. him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, he's got his workshop North Pole, right? He doesn't need to be there all the time. I'm sure he's got some senior managers there that run the place and he just yeah. pops in every once in a while. I
1: mean, there was no snow. It was in summer, so it was a bit... Uh, he was just there in his not-red outfit.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's perhaps a little bit like the sportswear industry where we like to think things are getting worked on in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, (laughs) and and you're just kind of doing the final touches and prep for that, that big day, but in fact all the shit's getting done in late november early december.
1: Yeah, what is it? The sign off date for 2024 is a couple months away, but really it's not, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always the case. <laughs> yeah, be be warned of that for anyone who wants to get into the industry. <laughs> it's it's never the, what the calendar is never achieved. In, it's in a the guideline Exactly. to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you reckon Santa plays cricket?
1: I reckon. In the snow.
0: Mm-hmm. In the snow. You know,
1: well, it would be a slow slow pitch, wouldn't it? Not not bounce that much.
0: Not bounce at all. Yeah, yeah. Or bounce off
1: the ice though, if they're on the icy road, but the snow, no. Nah.
0: Mm. You'd be familiar with the under underarm bowling technique, wouldn't you? Uh as a Kiwi,
1: we forgot about that and haven't whinged about it for 30 years, mate. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if Santa does play, then um, he, he might he might see these if he's into the, the short game. So this is from uh, cricket.com. Indigenous Seamed kit for Australian T20 cricket. Australia will wear an Indigenous Seamed uh, kit for the T20 World Cup this year, the first time the Australian cricket team has worn a playing strip representing First Nations at a global event. Uh, black sleeves, green and gold gradient on the trunk of the playing top, artwork flowing around the shirt. That will be uh, worn by Aaron Finch's squad as they t- seek to defend their T20 World Cup on home soil later this year. Uh, I think there's an element there that's been carried across for multiple years now, which is, I think, is it uh, the Walk About Wicket, I think it's called, um, which is featured on the Test Cricket Collars um but is yeah heavily featured on um the artwork again on the on the rear um t- lower towards the hem but quite a prominent piece of art on the back there yeah any th- thoughts on a kit uh nick sorry
1: yeah it's very similar to sort of what they've bought before but um i guess yeah nothing super wrong or right about it it's it's um got you know your correct australian colours dots are a decent size like we've talked about mhm not too big maybe a little small in some areas but um yeah there's some tonal elements there which which add to it as well
0: yeah on the front i think there's a couple of those like um stroke elements that i thought perhaps could have been a little bit thicker don't you reckon there's that photo there on the link um yep. yeah of the front there and it's there's some of those yeah circular and stroke Patterning, I reckon, is, yeah, it's a bit inconsistent, right? Like yeah. someone scaled it up and they haven't scaled the stroke too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, they yeah. haven't clicked the checkbox. But, yeah, there's probably a, a few things that are a little bit smaller than what you'd expect, but, yeah, it's mm.
0: nothing too too wrong. Sticking with the Indigenous theme, uh, going across now to cycling. This is from Ozcycling.org.au for their Indigenous kit. Uh, Oz Cycling and Santini have revealed Team Kit to be worn by the 29 Australian riders competing at the 2022 UCI Road World Championships, which I think has uh, happened or is happening as we record at the moment. Um, The artwork was created by uh, a previously referenced um, Indigenous artist at Sutton, Sutton. We've all recommended you follow uh, a contemporary Indigenous artist from the Kalkadoon people. Journeys, uh explained that the artwork is her interpretation of Cycling and its reconciliation journey. Check out the, the links there. Um, nice, clean design. Yeah, we definitely need to reach out to her and get her on at some point. Eh? Her, her stuff's always amazing.
1: And um, that, that uh, Olympic green and golds, we can say whatever we want tonight. And uh, that's definitely the better one. Without any
0: criticism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned it because I certainly was going to if you didn't. But, yeah, on the white base as well, it's just it's yeah. got that it has such vibrancy. Uh, it's that teal green, um, ocean teal green colour, I suppose you could call it, and um, that fluoro yellow. And it actually looks like there is a bit of tonal going on there, so maybe a second, second tier green or a darker yeah. green in there as well. Um, yeah, just so vibrant pops really well yeah um, also simple like you know the, the details there where it needs to be and then it's just tonal as well just to finish it off
1: yeah it's pretty mm. traditional cycling jersey sort of design with a modern touch eh um mm-hmm. and i'm I'm glad the green sort of borders the the gold between the white and the gold yellow mm. and, and gold uh sorry gold and white never look great when they're sort of on top of each other
0: yes especially that
1: sort of fluoro yellow it's been
0: it's been executed well so whether whether shirney's actually done the complete artwork or supplied the the um the art templates as such and then there's been a sublimation artist who's come in and and taken that art and put it into an interpretation for the jersey they've clearly known there how to to line up those colors and apply mm. those colors in the most effective way. Even just the the finish there um, with that green along the edges of the white as well. It's quite prominent. Yeah. I think you can see on the pants and the, or the, the bottom half of the, the Zooty suit or the ride suit, whatever we want to call this one. Um, yeah, where there is that thin green banding that yeah, you, kind of borders the artwork.
1: You definitely need that, I think.
0: And uh, a little bit more on the Indigenous side. So this is from Australian.Basketball, the Opals Indigenous Basketball Kit. Uniforms have been designed by Daniel O'Shane, who comes from uh, Aboriginal and uh, Eastern Torres Strait Islander heritage. Um, Danny has worked on a few prestigious national print, uh, received national print awards, And there is a relation there, strong connection to basketball with his uh, partner's mother, Jenny Evans, being in the first Indigenous players to being one of the first Indigenous players to play for the Opals. Um, Daniel Assetio draws inspiration from the previous generation of Torres Strait Islander printmakers, um, combining an extraordinary talent of carving, a form of symbolic patterning to create a rich movement tapestry that serves. As a backdrop for the characters in his stories, to to create the artwork, Danny hand carved uh, the print on a block of vinyl lino, and and then oh, cool. hand prints. Yeah, so uh, check that out uh, in, in the episode description links. Shifting now uh, to the NFL. Uh, This is from NFL.com, Brownie the Elf midfield logo. So the Cleveland Browns will have a midfield logo for the first time since 2016, and the image is a nod to the franchise's historic origins. The 50-yard line will feature a giant image of Brownie the Elf for home games this season following a fan vote on one of four field designs. The running Brownie image features him – on the move with the football while displaying a textbook stiff arm what are your thoughts on the uh the, the big the stiff logo? arm with his yeah. massive
1: biceps Ah, <laughs> oh, this is like <laughs> this is cool it's a it's a bit of fun for the fans um the logo is obviously not really a, a modern logo but fun to look at and infinitely better than just the sort of bland orange helmet that they've got so mm. um no, nah, I, I think it's quite cool for a, an on-field
0: graphic and a, and a little bit of fun for the fans. Santa's, one of Santa's elves is uh, just... It does a- look like <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Let the North Pole for the off-season and gone to play in the on-season for the NFL. Yeah, I think uh, all fans of the NFL or fans of the Browns would know that th- this logo has featured before, uh, early, yeah. early on, earlier on in their existence. And um I think yeah, it was always quite popular. So it's no surprise that it, you know that um, won the vote, yeah. Brownie has come back, yeah, in some <laughs> capacity. Yes. Uh coming a little bit closer to home now and uh this one's popped up on Reddit and I haven't really seen any formal I haven't seen any formal confirmation that this is a uh, legit, but uh the St Saint Kilda Saints have uh, apparently got a 150th season logo, which um, features there. What are your thoughts on that one, mate? I don't know. I
1: I don't know if the sort of shape of the wreath and the 150 font sort of matches.
0: Yeah, when I compare it to the actual St. Kilda logo, the current one. Yeah. It is a bit softer, isn't it? Like it's a bit. The shield edges are curved. Yeah. There's a bit more line thickness there. Uh, the text, as you said, for the one hundred and fifty is quite. I wouldn't say it's a bubble text, but it's not. It's not a sharp text. It's kind of got yeah. soft edges to it as well. I do think the
1: text on the current regular logo is is sharper and skinnier a bit nicer
0: yeah yep uh and i'm yeah i don't particularly like that (laughs) that contouring that they're doing along this the shield when you compare it to the current st kilda logo uh
1: yeah i think with this, we've got a listener out there, don't we? He's done a pretty good concept. And um, Alistair Lovelock, I think it was, who, who reached out to us a few weeks ago as well when we mentioned it. And um, I think that one's definitely infin- infinitely better than, than what this leak looks to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's such an iconic... For a team that hasn't had that much success on field, the logo is so iconic, right? Uh, and it's just a shame that I think it needs an update. And you know, we mentioned Alistair's work a couple of weeks ago, um, and maybe that this 150 logo is a indication that there might be some touch-ups, changes coming. Yeah, coming. Um, I think we've seen that with a few teams, but oh, I, I don't feel like that this is the answer uh with the with the rounded shield edges i get what they're doing with that kind of contoured border around the shield but it yeah i think it could be executed a bit better than it's, the way that it's they've the done it the
1: curved edges isn't it i think that's, oh. the,
0: that's the, the issue the thickness of the lines as well
1: uh yeah and there's probably yeah. one too many contours
0: yeah so when we recorded our last news episode. Uh I think we within hours of our recording finished, there was about six or seven more of the A-League kits that dropped <laughs> between recording and actually getting the episode up and live. So rather than going back and adding additional, we decided look, we'd just revisit the rest the next the next episode. So uh here we are now coming back to A League. Now, I think that we had um, talked about Adelaide, right? Yeah,
1: we spoke about um, Adelaide and the Central Coast and, and uh, Sydney, I think it was. So so Brisbane Roar's popped up since then? I guess we'll start with Brisbane. And yeah, they've got a nice little tonal line design that's sort of fading in and out of the orange of, of the body of their kit. Black uh, raglan sleeves, so... What do you think yeah. of
0: that neckline,
1: my friend? I don't mind it. Um, yeah, there's there's kits that have been doing this where they're they're swapping the colours between the panels,
0: haven't they? And I I don't dislike it. Um, is it tape? Is it a tape or is it just a sublimated? Uh, because the what I'm looking at at the moment. Could indicate to me that it's perhaps a tape that's been attached on there rather than sublimated. Yeah, looking or at the artwork.
1: Looking at the away kit, it's probably a easier example to look at with the gray and the orange trim. Ah, um, yes. Nope. Yep, it, okay. it is a completely different panel.
0: Um, All right, I stand corrected. You're right. It is a sublimated, a sublimated that's, piece. That's Charlie Austin.
1: Yeah, um, so that awake at grey with the, the orange sash across with some yeah. maroon detail, I think.
0: Just excuse me while I vomit for a minute
1: on that jersey. <laughs> the maroon and orange is always a decent colour combo, but yeah, I don't know about this one.
0: <laughs> no, is there some historical reference there, do you know, with that sash? I feel like it may have been used by the Raw before, but uh, with the with the sponsor on the front like that, um this white gray kind of color that they're going with it's nearly it's not quite a bone color but it's it's in that nah. spectrum um yeah i do not like that at <laughs> all <laughs> no i
1: i think back to some of the kits they've had with home kits with maroon and orange and i i was a fan in 10 10 15 years ago but I, yeah like you said not sure about this one then The sponsor being blue doesn't help but
0: what's going on designer's fault no the the banding on the arms there as well check them out yeah it just feels like they've just chucked a bit of everything in here
1: that's not exactly in partnership with the front of the jersey is it it's just a it's just some different sleeves that they've put on
0: yeah yeah whereas the home i feel like they've done a fantastic yeah. job. The, the orange and the black, you know, that, that tonal linear effect that, you know, goes around a fair bit these days. Simple, clean, you know, a bit of detailing in panels and stuff like that. And then we get to this away and it's just
1: missed a yeah. mark completely. That, um, the sleeves remind me a little bit, and it was a New Balance kit actually of Liverpool 20. God, maybe a 17 18 and they had the sort of zigzag change between the red and the white, but that kind of worked because it was just a white piece on a a red mm-hmm. sleeve cuff. But yeah, I don't know about that one.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> what do you think of Canberra? Another green kit for you.
0: <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's good to see. You know, I think this is the only team, right, that doesn't have a men's, but it does have a women's in the A Leagues. um but man can you get any more raiders
1: there's a bit raiders especially the new raiders with the sort of ink navy top yeah chest section even though that's black the on the women's a-league kit
0: yeah i think yeah this is a little bit too close to to the the league for me like even the the chevrons on the front um Yeah. yeah as you said just the whole format of this so Uh, I'd probably like to see the indigenous elements that they've got there on the green rather than the ink. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yep. Uh, and it doesn't even follow then onto the sleeves either where they have got it on the top. So I think, yeah, there's a little bit of not fully thought through this design, I'd say. With the um the back panel
1: being fully green as well, you get that sort of weird square box look between the sleeve, the black on the front panel, and then the green on the back panel. So yes, there are ways of definitely ways of softening that sort of harsh box look. But um yeah, like you say, there's probably just a few extra things they could have added to improve this one. Uh, let's not talk about the Mariners because we shed on them enough a few weeks back. <laughs> <laughs> MacArthur's home kit, um a sort of almost white bonish, I guess you used before base with um two black stripes and a thinner, weird yellow one down the middle that sort of above the sponsor looks quite weird. Hmm. Um I think there's just a little bit too much going on in this kit, especially with you can see the side panels there with the yellow, black and white as well. Um, but their away kit is fantastic just a nice black version basically with gold trim
0: yeah a bit of texture in there too and i think that texture then carries back on when you were looking at the your home kit sorry um on the the, black yeah on the black um, racing stripes there uh yeah Uh, i think i can emulate everything that you're saying there i I do like in theory what macarthur are doing with their home but it's just a bit too much let's just let's just all chill out like we've got the neckline with the two the two tier neckline going on we've got the two tier uh, arm piping or banding and then we've got these you know ambitious side panels going on and then we've got a different tonal a land logo, you know, yellow in there, which, you know, it is what it is. You know, we could sit yeah. on either side of that fence and go rep, 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 sponsor logos and be the designer at the same time going, yeah, well, you know, that's what you've got to put up with, right? Um, but I think, you know, and then we've got that texture in the black, which I think is nearly the hero piece and probably what we needed to to look at a bit more. Um, rather than throwing in all of that other stuff. I think that central strip down the front on the home is nearly unnecessary unless there's like a real purpose for it. It's it's cutting through the sponsor logo and it's finishing short before the manufacturer's logo. Just get rid of it. It doesn't need to be there. It's
1: just an, an awkward, like underneath the sponsor, fine, okay, but above the sponsor, it's just awkwardly sitting there, sort of not really fitting into the spot correctly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, as you said, jumping into the away, uh, it is a nice looking kit. I think they could have gone a little bit further again and made it even better. I think you don't need the, the two, the two um, tier paneling or uh, so t- two tier on the banding. I think just finish with some gold piping on the bottom. Like look at some of the other teams that have just the single color jerseys, but they have those really neat finishes. You know, the mm. piping along the piping along the neckline, piping along hams, you know, piping along those sleeve bands. You've got the texture there, that's your hero piece. Um so they're a bit closer on the away, but still not quite hit yeah, the mark.
1: Definitely a big improvement um and the 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 way the sponsor sits much better as well, uh with the black base, I guess, and then the gold fitting much nicer. <laughs> this is definitely one of the the better kits probably throughout all of the teams but yeah there's still more you could more you could do or take away from it to to make it even better
0: yeah yeah. yep that Aland logo just seems to sit a hell of a lot better and you don't you don't even notice the slightly different color as well um no it's just sitting there
1: because it isn't accentuated by having the other color around it like on the home kit
0: Mm. i have just noticed also as we're talking here is the on the sleeves of the away kit they don't have the texturized um elements no what they do on the front panels Uh, that really
1: bothers me on on these sorts of kits because often it's a cut and sew thing where the sleeves and the back are a standard black dyed material and then your front subbed and the blacks never quite match so
0: no, yeah. well, well, is this subbed like to, to to get that texture in it like that? Yeah. How are they applying that? That's probably
1: it. Almost looks not so much embossed, but it's definitely in the weave sort of.
0: So it could be woven, or, or it could be laser yeah. laser down. Mm. Um, so it could have you know, you know, when you're laser cutting fabric, sometimes for your panels, you can adjust the la- sensor. Sorry. You can adjust the settings of the laser to only, you know, trim millimetres off the top of the fabric or, you know, cut, you know, perforated edges throughout. Um, yeah, I'm, but I am nearly wondering, it's got to be sublimated. Sorry, now that I'm looking at with the Isuzu A-League logo and stuff on there, that those logos are sublimated. They're not applied. So you're right in that aspect. It could look like the Aland logo is applied post, um, but yeah, why why use two separate fabrics? Or you know, I don't yep. understand that. Nearly looks like in the second photo as well. You can see Old Mate who's got his hand on his hip. Um, you can <laughs> see that the fabric coming from the the side panel or the or the back of the shirt could yeah. be a third fabric option as well, or it yeah. could just be the lighting. It's hard to see.
1: I. I'd probably guess that the sleeve and the back are the same and then the front's a different uh, different medium, whether it's sub or rather than being the dyed fabric. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mel- Melbourne City yes. had a comment saying um, that Melbourne have to keep their awake at white and red to uh, look back at the old heart days and, and they've done that. Um,
0: yeah, who was I... that? That was our friend uh, D-Roy, right?
1: Pretty sure it was, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they've done that, and yeah, harks back to to the original Melbourne Heart. The uh, the home kit's classy, nice big white banding on the sleeves, mm-hmm. uh, and a nice little tonal pattern in there. Um, and I think the third kit's the real winner here. Nice maroon kit with. Um, actually, really like that soft lime green yellow color i don't know if you'd agree with me but i'm a fan of that that color on the maroon
0: i'd probably say the third is actually my least favorite of all of these Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm sorry mate i'm sorry um i don't know what fabric they're using particularly you know it's it it looks like a very cheap mesh um just as a side note as i'm looking at these like a really you know you know the mesh i'm talking about right like your stock standard Mm -hmm. wide weave mesh there um the sleeves look pretty poor (laughs) (laughs) no disrespect to puma there but particularly on that last photo the maroon one look look at that sleeve man like it's I think he's wearing the wrong size shirt for a star. It's definitely
1: two sizes too big.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh this is the sample that we had ready to go for photo shoot. Old mates just been told to pop it on and yeah. off you go. Anyway, whereas, that's <laughs> Yeah, whereas the uh the
1: marketing shot of the home kit, it fits much better and the sleeves look fantastic. So,
0: Unless they've um, – here's, here's a little behind-the-scenes thing. Paper clip the behind the –
1: uh, <laughs> get, get some of the laundry bulldog,
0: pegs out. <laughs> bulldog clip behind <laughs> sleeves and behind the back of shirts to make them fit a bit more for photos. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. Anyway, we're extremely distracted. Uh, so working backwards, yeah, the third kit. I actually – yeah, I don't mind that color, that color combination. It's not something that I would have expected that I would have liked. It's not something that you know you'd see very often. No, nah. you know what it reminds me of. You know, did you ever like those glow in the dark stars yeah. in your bed? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly that? what it is. <laughs> is it so? It will glow in the dark? Do you reckon? I don't. I don't know, but that's exactly what the color reminds me of. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I, look, I don't mind it. I don't necessarily like the maroon patterning, the two tone maroon. There, I'm, don't you know? Th- yeah, that's probably my least favorite. i um i'm not familiar you know as we've (laughs) it's no secret that soccer slash football is not my um known so i don't know with melbourne city or melbourne heart or whatever having those kind is it called the candy stripes with with this i'm not sure but um i don't mind that application at all um for yeah with this design um do you reckon that the a league logo I was say needed that. to have a contour around it. Just that black black on red never works too yeah. well, right? And then we're actually crossing across three separate colours.
1: I was going to more bring up the way that it's not really centred on the darker red. There's more mm-hmm. of it on the white than there is on the lighter red, which mm-hmm. that angers me more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's just a sizing thing, though, right? Like you and I would probably know. Depending on how the designs yeah. are scaled across a small, medium, large, extra large, whether it's just the cookie cutter um, scenario where you just the... design to a 5XL or whatever, what, pick a size, and then you just apply all of the other sizes around it, or are you actually scaling the artwork for each size? Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything is kind of placed the same depending on um, how. Yeah, you're right. On the. the artwork,
1: on the cad it's probably centered perfectly isn't it
0: yeah yep so that that could be a production thing and then coming towards the home yeah i love this color combination i love this light sky blue and white um Are you new south Welshman, i'm just uh sick of working on maroon all the time <laughs> <laughs> no nah, nothing wrong with it. there's nothing wrong with moreana. It's just you know it's nice to taste some other flavors every once in a while. you
1: heard that queensland fans <laughs> send your them, send your abuse too <laughs> <laughs> santa
0: at northpole.com.au
1: <laughs> there was a post shop there too actually yeah so he'll get he'll get it also <laughs> awesome. um, Newcastle jets yes, they'd gone with their sort of sandy gold going back can, to that
0: can I just say an impro- improvement on last year I don't recall whether we went live with the last with last season's drop or whether that was one of our test episodes but we bent Adelaide over and ripped them a new one when we were talking about their jerseys last year and I think that they've come in leaps and bounds with their jerseys this year now that's right. it was
1: really shiny
0: gold wasn't it yeah, so and not, yeah. we were really critical of the the patterning as well, the, the actual yep. shirt patterns. I think we found that they were very rugby jersey, really boxy, really wide, didn't sit well on the players. Yeah, they um, had piping down like
1: a raglan, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Piping it, down the, the front. Yeah, that was awful.
1: But, yeah, this is a much much better offering, and there's a little subtle honeycomb sort of fab, uh, texturing going on in there on the home the away let's not mention that one <laughs> don't, don't like that one no this is my uh almost the same argument as the white and that sort of fluoro yellow i don't know if white and that color gold suit that well That's... together
0: that's funny, mate, because we've talked about this a few times when we talk about all-star teams and and uh, rep teams that they yeah, use actually, yeah, okay. this color combination. If it were me, I'd probably
1: go a few shades darker on the gold but um, or just not have
0: fading stripes. <laughs> use those at a trim piece. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It bugs me that the socks don't match. You Look at the sock color. Mm. It's, it's a, a little bit more in that sand... Um, beige spectrum, and then you look at the shorts and the shirt. Yeah, obviously with sock materials, it's harder to get a match. But oh, yeah. But come on, yeah. Like, this is yeah. this is that's, pro. That's like, completely different, isn't it? Yeah, that's not like, even close. <laughs> you're selling merch. You you know, this is pro team stuff. You, I think there's an expectation there that you get a bit closer than mm-hmm. what you've gone there. I actually really like this. I uh, I like that. Um. Small finish of navy in the trim of the neck there. Yeah. Um. What we would know as a mac neck, right? Nick, Back from <laughs> our from our game days. That's a mac. Oh, that's that's more and, of Macintyre a Entire neck.
1: That's a stub, isn't it?
0: Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My time out of out of the game. No pun intended. Um. Yeah. This actually reminds me of. Um. So. Actually, Hockey One starts in the next few weeks and Melbourne uh, Melbourne HC, HC Melbourne they're called. Um, Early on before the event was announced, we had a relationship with Hockey Victoria and uh, they approached me just to get some concepts together for their team at the time. Now, the, the team name wasn't HC Melbourne. There was actually another team name that they were going to use Um, but they were exploring the same design concepts and I'm pretty sure I presented something very similar to this with the 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 gold and the white fading stripes in there but yeah that's that's something that I think sits well I don't have a problem with it I, I quite like it I think it will look great on field myself.
1: That's two disagreements.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) The third kit, though, come on. You can't, you have to love that one. That's, it's it's the law. That is, that is very nice. Um, Navy fading to a sort of more royal down the bottom, gold trim on the cuffs and the bottom of the kit, gold collar with a bit of red trim in the, in the collar and even the Izuzu. So I think that pops quite well.
0: Yeah. I, don't want to be a dick here but there you know I am going to be critical of a couple of things and it could be just design choices deliberate design choices or for me it could be some things that I think might be missed. Uh I reckon the shorts should have matched the bottom fade yeah. color. I understand that it's probably it is um Adelaide uh, sorry Newcastle's um colors is probably that more navy. And I understand why they've got the, that color at the top and then at the shorts, but for me, there's a bit of it's a bit of a conflicting um, colors there. I'd like to see it fade to the shorts color yeah. rather than away from the shorts color. Something I'd argue there, possibly just looking at the home shorts, is it could just be the home shorts. Fair call. Yeah, they could have just used the same shorts for both kits. So. Yep, and look, if that's the case, then that probably then um, nulls out my next point, which was the tan, uh, whatever we want to call it, that soft gold banding that's on the bottom of that third. If they're running around in their third kit shorts, uh, sorry, their um, away kit shorts, then none of that's going to be a problem for me at all. Yeah. Uh, and as you said, like, yep, the the red... In that that stub of the neck, in the red under the the Isuzu. Interesting, full color Isuzu logo.
1: Yeah, they got the the red and the white. So I'm just a few through. teams to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm just. It's that. Hmm. Maybe there's a policy there around what what can be used.
1: Yeah, and I guess red trim. They've gone for it, so why not? Why not? And our indeed. next one is uh, the hometown of. A certain missing man tonight.
0: The Wanderer from the West?
1: I was going to say Priest of Perth, but that's a bit... <laughs> <laughs> Bless the man. <laughs> um, He loves this one. It's gotten some love from our resident Western Australian, and yeah, you can see why. Nice pattern, orange trim around the cuffs and the, the collar, and then the, the, the striping is done in a way that's... <sighs> That's different, and um, you don't see often.
0: Hexagons featuring in a few of the teams' concepts this year. Yeah, I really like this too. I love the the. I think we've talked about the the Macron neckline a couple of times, or maybe we've spoken yep. about it off air. Perhaps off air. I really like that finish. Um, it. Yeah, it's one of these ones where it's very different, isn't it? Very yeah. different. But the colours just pop. I think we can all agree that we're getting snake skin vibes a little bit here, aren't we? I certainly yeah. am anyway. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it just works It and it works really well. Even down to the the sponsor's kind of box, it's, it's not playing a, um, a part in it. Yeah. um, It's not an issue. And they've contoured the A-League logo. Only thing that needs to happen now is they need to update their actual logo. Oh, come on. (laughs) You you like that Perth Glory logo, do you? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant Macron. No, no, no. No, No, I'm (laughs) talking the Perth Glory
1: logo. Yeah, the Perth Glory logo is a bit uh, 90s MLS, isn't it? But
0: yes i know exactly what you're referring to <laughs> yes well well studied man um, <laughs>
1: now that color combo like you say is something uh we've worked on together in the past as well with um was it south coast school no, sport no sunshine uh, coast sunshine, sunshine coast. coast yeah um and yeah it's a, it's a fun combination to work with that deep sort of violet purple and and bright orange yeah you're right the uh, away jersey we can all right, i'm happy to skip that one it's a bit it's a, whatever. Shirt. <laughs> it's a shirt yeah um we've talked about sydney with their um opera house tiling on it uh mm-hmm. and then the phoenix yeah the bright yellow um yeah they've got their maori design and three stripes central stripes um and the sort of sponsoring there's no box it's designed as part of it, which is interesting, with the pointed edges of the stripes, Um, and then little ferns on the top of the central bottom stripe. (laughs) Is that what that is? To me, they look a bit featherish. I'm going to have to look it up, but um, just being New Zealand, I'm going to say it's probably ferns. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, Maori design and the black stripes too. I'd go... They've been all on the yellow shorts recently, but I'd go black shorts for the Phoenix. Um, and then I'd change this to a set definitely just looking at the stripe down the shoulder. What's the point of ending the stripe where a set would end? Just make it a set.
0: I certainly agree with you. Yeah. Or just have the
1: stripe run all the way down. But I guess that there is rules in place for for sponsors on sleeves and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think this shirt needs to be a set-in anyway. I think there are certain times when you can and can't get away with having stripes and yep. having raglans, and this is one of those times where you need a set-in. I think that it's unnecessary also having that stripe along the top. Yeah. Um, I think just get yeah, rid completely of it pointless. completely. Yeah. Have it, even have it as a black sleeve if you want to. Uh, I really dig this design, actually. Uh, I love the way that they've just incorporated the the sternum, um, sponsor location into the artwork, and I feel like Wellington have done this before. I think that they're well astute of what's happening here and and they've actually come up yeah. with some good ways to to present this uh, I, I love the subtlety of the um indigenous artwork in the inside the black there. I'm looking at the logo there I'm seeing the logos kinda. Touching the yellow when yeah. there's no contour. <laughs> yeah, which is quite interesting. I'm, I'm wondering what exactly it is that's going on there. Is that just a photo? Um, but mm, interesting, unique. Yeah. Um, second, your opinion on the, the shorts. I think it could go either way, though, to be honest. I think you've got the yeah. black or the yellow there, and either of them are fine. Um, and then also then going on to the away. Have we touched on that one yet? No, nah, this one's
1: you know, a good example of what can be done with a, a nice, clean, s- simple kit, right? Like Navy base with a bit of gold trim and, and a subtle, you know, Maori pattern and, and it it looks pretty classy.
0: Can I also just uh, knock on, oh, geez, what's the website? Keep ups door here and just say, uh, credit your photographers because that photo of the Away Wellington <laughs> is just a magnificent photo the like the lighting on that man the 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 depth the focus um it's just a great shot it's a really great shot um and yeah, it'd be great to be crediting the photographers for those uh yeah. anyway uh, anyway, going back to the jersey um yeah, I think again, as you said, it's a nice, clean design it's got that subtlety in there. Do you reckon that it's the light that's capturing? Capturing that blue, or do you reckon that it's actually fading in and out through the sublimation artwork?
1: Uh, I I definitely think it'd be a flat color. I, okay. I, just just knowing what Paladin's done in the past for the Phoenix and stuff, I I don't think it would be fading in and out. But
0: so it's just a photography ph- yeah. photography that's um
1: yeah um, but it it would be a good touch with something like that happening.
0: Mm. Sponsor seems a little bit low, don't you reckon? Sparks logo. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And now that I mention that, even going back actually and looking at the placement of of Oppo, Oppo, I suppose, yeah, it is a little bit low, but you wouldn't want to be the way that they've kind of designed the...
1: Yeah, the points can't go much higher with the A-League logo and and stuff, can they?
0: Mm, Yeah. And then you've got
1: Western Sydney and Western United left and the red and black hoops with a bit of sort of grunge textury edging to them
0: i'm a sucker for this <laughs> yeah that, uh, that uh, looks I good love that, that paint stroke i mean there's not really too much else we can talk about it but yeah i certainly dig no, this
1: it's a it's a good uh good kit this one and reminds me of um uh, flamengo a couple of years ago a brazilian club who did a similar thing with some paint stroke edges and then some text running through the red um so Mm -hmm. yeah this is a nice kit what Um, was the
0: team the european football team that was saying uh it's inspired by street art which one was that a couple of weeks ago oh that was the manchester city
1: third kit the sort of lime yellow green
0: and all it really had was the edges just kind of faded out yeah yeah see this is more street art (laughs) well maybe not quite but it's I a, think you, you're getting that paint stroke more effect in it. I reckon, yeah. you know, if they were doing something of this, in this vein, um, you know, that to me would have justified that street art slogan that they were carrying around with it. Yeah.
1: And on Western United, you can see a lovely smile from old mate in the photo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the the badge actually, that is a massive... Uh, depth and 3d silicon badge <laughs> isn't it that's magnificent it's quite cut, huge you could cut yourself on the sharp edges on that yeah you wouldn't be able I, to take a
0: netball court with that
1: <laughs> i actually don't don't mind the logo the kit i can do with or without the home or the away the the home kits sort of got a half tone pattern through the stripes and the away kit zigzag down the center sort of reminiscent of that crystal palace one we looked at a few weeks back the blue and red with the paint sort of zigzags so yeah this one's done a little bit differently but yeah it's i think
0: it's good in a way i think kappa need to go back and have a sit down put their hands on their heads and have a think about these designs again because yeah well they
1: they only need to go like run one scroll back up the page to see their Western Sydney design. And then (laughs) yes,
0: (laughs) yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's, there's not a lot that I really like about either of these, to be honest, the badge (laughs) is cool, but
1: yeah, yeah, the badge is the best part of it.
0: (laughs) Let's leave it at that.
1: And I suppose um, some last minute news popped in today, obviously um, Kit and I, had wind of this but um melbourne rebels have signed with with dynasty um for 2023 and beyond so
0: congratulations
1: um yeah we've been working through this for the last month or so and one of my first sort of forays into the super rugby market so um yeah excited to see that come out and and melbourne rebels with the sort of burn city tagline they've been using of late the last couple of seasons it allows a bit of fun and and uh, creativity in the designs as you can see from sort of the the marketing posts and shots they put up
0: i've only seen the one is there a few going around
1: uh no nah, more the the brand announcement but like past jerseys with the the whole burn city um branding and and stuff and yeah the burn city branding's been been pushed and um and you'll see some pretty different designs and and stuff coming out from the rebels and and stuff that will never be seen was um was very cool as well. <laughs> so
0: keep it um, in the vault for something. Yeah, ex- down the track.
1: excited yeah. to to see these ones come out.
0: Sweet as well. This episode will be coming out uh, NRL Grand Final Day, and I don't really know how many of our listeners will be jumping on board. And listening pre-grand final, although it does start at what time? Eight o'clock? Many o'clock. So Jeez. it's
1: definitely time. And Ridiculous time. What better way to build up to the grand final than listening to a rugby fan and a netball fan talk about <laughs> <laughs> some NRL jerseys?
0: <laughs> yeah, kit uh, picked a good good week to unfortunately not be here. Yeah. So we're going to go back and have a have a look in the archives of the two teams who either are competing this evening or who competed recently, depending on when you're listening. Uh, and this uh, we are getting some support from our friends over at RL Jerseys, their website uh, rugbyleaguejerseys.wordpress.com, um, to help us go back and and have a look through at the the two teams competing and and bring some highlights and some lowlights that we thought over the years of of their kits so nick why don't you take lead and pick a team and start us off somewhere
1: yeah i guess we'll start with the panthers because i guess they've got a little bit more in their history to to sort of talk about um with a few sort of branding changes and and whatever throughout their time um obviously back in the 70s they sort of started with that brown and white coloring and um, originally with stripes and then the sort of top half being the brown and uh, white at the bottom then they flipped it so uh, this jersey's come back as a, a bit of a heritage jersey throughout sort of the last 10 years they bought out a brown and white heritage jersey in 2010 and um i think the 2015
0: yeah they used the stripes in 15 yeah yeah
1: so um they they bought it back a couple of times and and the brown always looks good i think my personal favorite was the 2009 sort of heritage jersey uh of of the brown
0: so i think i think they made a good call in stepping away from the the brown (laughs) i know that there are a few even panthers Fans that that do love it, but I think they're in a much better place now <laughs> than where they were with that design. Talk yeah. about a team, though, that, that has struggled with brand identity.
1: Yeah, been all over the place in um, 1990. What do, what do you Australians call this one? They they bought out their um, licorice all sorts. That's it, yep. Branding, design jersey. Um, yeah, I've not really... Ever been a fan of this one, but true. I know there's a lot of people out there who do like it. So
0: that particular jersey itself, or just the the color combos that they use now?
1: Just yeah, just the color combo overall. I...
0: Okay, all right. So let's let's throw this I out can't there. Can't say why. You've, you've got the you've got the chocolate brown. You got the, uh, you've got the the licorice all sorts. Licorice all sorts, and you've got the teal. Have they had any other real? I think they were using a bit of maroon for some time too, black and maroon in there. Oh, and, and you got the pink, I guess, as well. So if you could yeah. pick of those identities, which ones would you really push for and go with? What Panthers would you design to?
1: I don't know. As a combination, I prefer the teal, white, and red than I do to the green, yellow, and red. Um, but I don't think that's the answer.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> we should probably just throw in there also just the black. Like I think for a while they were really just heavy black, heavily black with finishes of teal too. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that look, obviously
1: just, you know, not being a Panthers fan or caring about their history. The black and teal is a good color combination, but I don't know. Honestly, I kind of like the brown with the white chevron. Nah.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's your answer. You can you can do that. If if it was me, I'd go the black and the teal. Yeah. I think there's uh, no I, other team that's really using that. Uh yeah. I think that they owned it really well. Um and I think there's so much you can do with it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that just going on the last 20 years, that's
1: probably the way when the a bit more heavy black, not the sort of 07 sort of thing that's probably a bit too much going on with the
0: Mm. what do you call it the stripes down the side it is interesting because when the panthers did go through their rebrand which i think was somewhere maybe 2012 2013 somewhere around there they did come out and say at the time we're going with the teal and the black Yeah. Um. But it wasn't too long after that that they dropped the teal anyway from the logo, and they went back to the. uh, I wonder if we're using RL Jersey's website here. I can do a quick have a look. Yeah. So so in in
1: 2000, the uh, teal was introduced into the logo. Um. And then in 2014 was sort of when they went, came out and said heavy teal. Yeah. 2019, they dropped the teal completely out of the logo.
0: And just went grey and grey and black, yeah. and, yep, and went back to that licorice all sorts again. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't didn't take too long really for them to go back. <laughs> go back. <So laughs> certainly a team that struggled with identity over time. Um, what are some highlight jerseys from there, mate?
1: Yeah, um, I do. Like I said, I do like the the '09 and '06 heritage jerseys, the brown. Um, I hated the '03 home because they beat the Warriors in the preliminary final that year. <laughs> um, yeah. Warriors were looking at going to back-to-back finals and yeah. Panthers, bloody good team that year and, and got them. So yeah. Is that the year first, they won? Yeah. 03 was the year the Panthers won. So yeah. that was sort of my first encountering with the Panthers, which is probably why I've never had any attachment to them or, or liked them as <laughs> my experience with them was bad from a young age. Um, yeah. But, I guess as a kid, you sort of like the Away shirt from 2003, but as a, when you become a designer and, and grow <laughs> up, it, lo- it looks completely trash.
0: <laughs> the Away. Oh, this is one of those classic a, ugly jer- 90s nelly jerseys, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: the full teal with the sort of purple spikes and, and red
0: spikes in it. Anyone who's in the industry that, that would know this, man, that looks like a combat um jersey uh combat template i don't know whether you you're yeah. familiar too much with combat nick since coming across the ditch but um yeah. <laughs> there's 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 several combat jerseys that make the rounds that you see when you pick up community jobs that still get circulated yeah. and and this one reminds me just of that
1: <laughs> a lot of those yeah the sort of designs standard designs you get on community stuff are so so 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, some more highlights. I think uh, the 2015 Anzac jersey where they managed to to drop all the sponsors and they had the gold centenary logo
0: Yes, on the
1: front. And then the orange sort of dusty, smoky fade with the silhouette. That's a fantastic jersey.
0: Got to honestly be one of my most favorite jerseys of all time, this one. Just handled and dealt with so eloquently yeah
1: now the, the the work they must have put in to sort of get sponsors on board and and the club on board is, is pretty cool to see and I'd love to even see it pushed further and if they managed to get a, a monochrome NRL and Panthers logo in gold on there and
0: I was just thinking that and wondering whether I should even raise it knowing uh some of the <laughs> back and forth that happens which with any governing body really around Mm. you know you might get everything else signed off and then when it comes to the governing body they're like nah that's not part of the rules we're not doing that yeah (laughs) (laughs) no and it
1: it is as we know an NRL rule to to obviously use your full logo on the front chest of a jersey which is fair enough so Mm -hmm. um yeah, other than that, though, it's a it's a fantastic jersey. What do you think of the Pink Panthers? Yeah, well, it's always been a, a women in league thing, hasn't it? And then when did they bring it into their sort of it was standard,
0: standard, like, away jersey range? Uh, oh, yeah, so it came in '09. Looks like it was the first time that it was actually yeah. featured for women in league, as you said. And uh... then probably sort of...
1: when they officially list it as an away jersey
0: yeah started adopting it then hmm
1: i don't know i i don't it's different but yeah it's again it's that identity thing yeah they're sort of looking
0: around what what's going to stick on the board yeah see i would nearly say you know you're talking about the warriors before i would nearly say that penrith have struggled with their identity more than the warriors have for a club that's been around a hell of a lot longer, too. Yeah, and I guess,
1: you know, they've now settled on the the ruster colours, the, the licorice all sorts. Yeah, they've dropped for the now. Ice. Yeah, they've dropped the white. But I guess if they're going to own pink as an away jersey, then by all means, go for it. Should we switch over now to the Eels? Yeah, let's have a look at them. So Parramatta, they're definitely a complete opposite in terms of owning an identity um they've had pretty similar sort of bloodline right through from the 1940s with with the sort of royal base and then some gold striping somewhere on the jersey um they certainly
0: own the colors very well don't they obviously
1: recent times Golds come come a lot more into it, um, but yeah, they definitely own those colors and own the sort of four stripe design across the front or or down the sleeve sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I feel like the only team that really clashes with them or um, conflicts with them is Gold Coast, right? but they seem to have done a good job job in keeping them quite separate yeah Uh,
1: you could definitely play them i know they wouldn't but you probably could play them both in their home jerseys and it would be fine
0: yeah so so uh paramatta own the yellow as their home right or is it oh it's the blue as their home
1: yeah throughout history it's been the blue but now it's sort of that half half i guess in in the 90s and 2000s they went more with the the yellow base um Mm -hmm. and then blue starts coming back in in 2011 and in the 2010s, and from the 2020s, it looks like we're going more
0: half half. Yes, it must just be a generational thing because I've always just gone with Parramatta's home or well, you know, yellow is their primary color, and then the blue is their secondary color. Uh, but yeah, looking through RL jersey site now that actually looks like as you said it's the it's the other way around um so highlights for you do you think highlights i know we talked about this
1: pre-recording and it's probably not a popular opinion um <laughs> but the the sort of 05 era with the the navy trim on the gold i quite like that one mm-hmm. um and I'm not going to let you disagree with me because you said you agreed with me before we started recording. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that one out there. Yeah. Which which year were we talking? About? I'm trying to find the photo on, on the site here. It was the one with um, Eric yeah, Rose so Jr.
1: Yeah. So there's Pertec sponsoring on the front with the yes, the gold. And then interestingly in '03 and '04, well, from let's say actually quite a way back uh, '98 through to '04, they've got Asics as a front shirt sponsor, but their jerseys were never made by Asics.
0: Yeah, I'd say sure, cool. surely that, like, it, nowadays in now day and age, that's certainly something where you'd never see that happen. But I'd nearly wonder, thinking about this more, Asics probably weren't in the game at nah, that point they in were time, right? They more were a old. shoe
1: manufacturer back yeah. in the day, weren't they?
0: Yeah, that, that Hindmarsh kind of era, era, that Eric Growth Jr. kind of era, that's where my head goes to with yeah. uh, the, the Parramatta that I like and love with with Pertek on the front there. Uh, and, yeah, the, they seem to have been only one of few teams that have owned the the stripes and, and gotten away with it as well, haven't they, as far as when we, we talk about the Adidas
1: yeah.
0: factor. Um, yeah, and it,
1: it, it sort of always distinctly seems to be four stripes. So, um, yeah, or, they is, sort it, of are,
0: or is, is it? Or is it? Is it five? Three, three <laughs> stripes, or is it five stripes?
1: <laughs> I have, um, I have to say, I, I have sort of liked what they've done in twenty twenty one with Macron. Um, it's just on the newer kits, I think maybe not so much in 22 it's not been a good look especially that Anzac jersey but yeah I think I'd know I like what Macron does and then even the sort of few years before that ISC did a good job in in 2019 bringing back an old favorite and and then again in 2020 with the more traditional design
0: I feel like Macron with Paramatta specifically has just had a license to throw everything at it the It does wall. seem let's a bit see like that. See eh? what comes up. Let's just, let's see how many flat lock stitched seams <laughs> that we can throw on a jersey. Let's see how many weird necklines we can put together over the 0 oh, uh sorry, 21, 22 season. Um, I certainly think they've missed the mark with that Anzac yes. jersey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: All of 2022 they've sort of missed the mark except for the indigenous.
0: Yeah. Um I yeah, I don't understand what what they're doing with those stripes like I I do understand what they're doing with those stripes along the chest there but I don't think that it's been well thought or executed. Um uh, in in a way that's anywhere near acceptable in my opinion. I, I was actually really to... <laughs> a big fan of what ISC were doing towards the end of, end of yeah. their tenure with the with the eels, those what are we calling it those hoops? Yeah, uh, I think that's yeah, quite iconic, clean, um yeah, really effective. Uh they also looked like they went with that darker blue towards the end there too, Nick, what you were talking about before going back to.
1: It gets a little uh, bit deeper in sort of 2018, 19,
0: doesn't it? Yeah. Before jumping back.
1: With Mac, Macron, yeah, went back to the sort of very royal color. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> do you remember the, it's on here, the, the 2015 Auckland nines? <laughs> Man. Talk about a time when you just sublimated things on there for the even sake the, of uh, it. <laughs> yeah, look at the indigenous of the same yeah. year, which they've used at the Auckland Nines. That's ah, uh, that's reminiscent of this this year's one. Um, and yeah, even- no, no, very good. And then same with twenty fourteen. That that yeah, we're looking at the kind of that dot pattern that sits on the Eels logo of the time, Um sitting on one of the shoulders and then stripes on the other shoulder. Yeah. Not great.
1: <laughs> they haven't cool. had the best Auckland Nines jerseys, have they?
0: No, they haven't.
1: Especially uh 2017, you can, again, see what they're trying to do with the sort of armour look, but
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, Hindmarsh, a man that probably deserved a a grand final win but never got one. Anyway, just scrolling through photos now. Um, let's get back on track, eh? (laughs) Anything else you wanted to add with Baromatta? Um Yeah, they've
1: they've definitely stuck to obviously their identity with with a few little changes in there. The chevrons of the early two thousands and then the darker blues at times. So um they've definitely been able to sort of own their identity without too many different changes. And I think Having all those special jerseys like the Indigenous and the Anzac jerseys, they they do give manufacturers and and clubs a chance to play around and and try different things out. Um, some work, like the uh, the sort of twenty twenty maybe Anzac jersey. Although I'd like to see the clouds a bit better <laughs> done, mm-hmm. but and then yeah, you get some like the the twenty two Anzac jersey which don't work at all, but Probably, like you say, Macron's had a, a bit of license to go crazy with Parramatta and um, push their identity in into different directions.
0: Well, let's shift over to the mailbag now. Um, let us know how we're tracking. Let us know your thoughts. Um, were there any of the Eels designs or Penrith designs that we should have mentioned? um and touching also back on the a-league stuff that brisbane roars away have i completely got it wrong is there something there that that everyone else knows that we don't know um, how much are you gonna us
1: abuse us for not liking the licorice all sorts and saying yeah. the black and teal or the brown and white's better
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh so if, if you like what you're hearing or you just want to let us know how you're going reach out um have any suggestions please let us know you can send us an email at field of design podcast at or uh send us a message comment or tag us via our instagram at field of design podcast um,
1: kit no abuse from you this week mate
0: this is from kyle um g'day kyle we've we've chatt- chatted a few times mate it's great to hear from you and, and thanks for messaging us um guys enjoy the podcast i'd love an episode on the rise of macron notice noticing it being used as an apparel partner a lot more frequently yeah he raises a good point and something that we um, probably should dedicate an episode to down the track is the uh the 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 slow the slow emergence of these european european brands coming across yeah um as some of the big australian players of gone into receivership or taken a step back
1: yeah and macron i have yeah like you said been doing a a great job over in in europe and what they do with napoli especially in syria and italy is is one of my favorites from them and um they did a great job with wales rugby recently as well so definitely Mm. something to look into
0: yeah, some of them have certainly been successful. I mean, we've got O'Neills here and they seem to be doing some good things in the AFL. I'm not sure really how. I mean, they got they've secured the the pandas for a little bit longer again. So, they've made a, a good step into the strain market and then we've got some not so much like uh foes of the podcast, <laughs> whichever one knows, castor. Um, Which is
1: weird because in Europe they do seem to do an alright job.
0: Yeah. Is it a resource thing? Is it a Australian resource thing, you reckon? It
1: might be. I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah.
1: We'll get the full story one day.
0: One day we will. This is from regular listener, Sean Castelline. Now, uh, Sean, I'm going to reach out to you and make sure that you're okay with publishing this because this did all come through the the DMs, but uh, he's having a bit of a rant at the uh, Football Australia jersey in football australia logo being used on the jerseys. so need a effing massive rant as to how shit what an
1: angry guy <laughs> <the>
0: Football <laughs> australia logo is he sent us a few photos um which we'll try and link through if we can look at this overuse as well uh effing four times on the crop of the retro kit which is also shit I'll cut it some slack. If they used it for just one thing, it'd be fine. But all the feds and everything and just po- posting it everywhere doesn't say anything about Australia, especially when it's tonal. And not does it away anything about football. Says not say anything about football. Um, some wank about three bands being the pillars of football. Spoken so eloquently, Sean, well done. Um, we love some good marketing. Exactly, uh, some really late mail here that's not on the run sheet, mate. But um, Pax, our friend or p- friend of the show, Pax eighty eight commented on your episode from last week. Pretty gut wrenching hearing Nick's story about his mum. Great that he had the blokes like you two to lean on. So credit to Mason and Kit. The pod was great, raw, vulnerable, brave, and authentic. So thank you, Pax, and yeah, yeah, thanks. Well done right to you, Nick.
1: No, no. Um yeah it was definitely uh something big to share but um now you guys definitely helped me out throughout my career so thanks to you guys as well and yeah i hope more people reach out and, and enjoy the episode
0: awesome and uh i think that pretty much wraps it up mate unless you've got anything else on your side of the internet not too much i think that'll do us for this week So thank you everybody for listening. Uh, If you've liked what you have heard and you've got some friends who are keen on the industry, send them our way, get them to have a listen. Uh, And if you haven't already, remember to hit that subscribe button on your app so that you get the little notifications on your Sunday mornings when the episode goes live. Just like me. (laughs) Feel free to uh, share the podcast. We've got some more great guests on the way, um, and boosting that those listenerships only will help us um, get even more. Don't forget to leave a review on your podcast app and some stars.
1: I'm going to have to ask you how many this week. Five. I don't ask you often. Five. Five. That's very creative.
0: <laughs> Five outlined stars don't feel them i don't know what just, that means it just, just does that mean run? <laughs> just the stroke <laughs> <laughs> uh just stroke the stars um and yeah i think that pretty much what
1: color do you want the stars
0: let's go that soft gold from the newcastle kit
1: i knew you were gonna say that
0: did you
1: <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, man. I'll stop talking shit. (laughs)